Listen to God's Word for November 5th. Today's reading is John 12, Matthew 22, and Mark 12. May God bless this reading of His Word. John 12 Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the hometown of Lazarus, whom He had raised from the dead. So they hosted a dinner for Jesus there. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of expensive perfume made of pure nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was going to betray him, asked, Why wasn't this perfume sold for three hundred denarii, and the money given to the poor? Judas did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to take from what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. She has kept this perfume in preparation for the day of my burial. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. Meanwhile, a large crowd of Jews learned that Jesus was there, and they came not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus as well, for on account of him many of the Jews were deserting them and believing in Jesus. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the King of Israel! Finding a young donkey, Jesus sat on it. As it is written, Do not be afraid, O daughter of Zion. See, your king is coming seated on the colt of a donkey. At first, his disciples did not understand these things. But after Jesus was glorified, they remembered what had been done to him, and they realized that these very things had also been written about him. Meanwhile, many people continued to testify that they had been with Jesus when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead. That is also why the crowd went out to meet him, because they heard that he had performed this sign. Then the Pharisees said to one another, You can see that this is doing you no good. Look how the whole world has gone after him. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the feast. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and requested of him, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip relayed this appeal to Andrew, and both of them went and told Jesus. But Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a seed. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life will lose it, but whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. 
and where I am, my servant will be as well. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this purpose that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it had thundered. Others said that an angel had spoken to him. In response, Jesus said, This voice was not for my benefit, but yours. Now judgment is upon this world. Now the prince of this world will be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd replied, We have heard from the law that the Christ will remain forever. So how can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, For a little while longer the light will be among you. Walk while you have the light, so that darkness will not overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become sons of light. After Jesus had spoken these things, he went away and was hidden from them. Although Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still did not believe in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason they were unable to believe. For again Isaiah says, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so that they cannot see with their eyes and understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about him. Nevertheless, many of the leaders believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. For they loved praise from men more than praise from God. Then Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me does not believe in me alone, but in the one who sent me. And whoever sees me sees the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should remain in darkness. As for anyone who hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I have not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not receive my words. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. I have not spoken on my own, but the Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know that his command leads to eternal life. So I speak exactly what the Father has told me to say. Matthew 22 Once again Jesus spoke to them in parables. 
The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to call those he had invited to the banquet, but they refused to come. Again he sent other servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been killed, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went away, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged, and he sent his troops to destroy those murderers and burn their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the crossroads, and invite to the banquet as many as you can find. So the servants went out into the streets, and gathered everyone they could find, both evil and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he spotted a man who was not dressed in wedding clothes. Friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? But the man was speechless. Then the king told the servants, Tie him hand and foot, and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went out and conspired to trap Jesus in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, We know that you are honest and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You seek favor from no one, because you pay no attention to external appearance. So tell us what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus knew their evil intent and said, You hypocrites, why are you testing me? Show me the coin used for the tax." and they brought him a denarius. Whose image is this, he asked, and whose inscription? Caesar's, they answered. So Jesus told them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And when they heard this, they were amazed, so they left him and went away. That same day the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and questioned him. Teacher, they said, Moses declared that if a man dies without having children, his brother is to marry the widow and raise up offspring for him. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first one married and died without having children. So he left his wife to his brother. The same thing happened to the second and third brothers, down to the seventh. And last of all, the woman died. In the resurrection, then, whose wife will she be of the seven? For all of them were married to her. Jesus answered, You are mistaken, because you do not know the Scriptures or the power of God. In the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. Instead, they will be like the angels in heaven. But concerning the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, 
but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. And when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they themselves gathered together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with a question. Teacher, which commandment is the greatest in the law? Jesus declared, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. While the Pharisees were assembled, Jesus questioned them, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? David's, they answered. Jesus said to them, How then does David in the Spirit call him Lord? For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. So if David calls him Lord, how can he be David's son? No one was able to answer a word, and from that day on no one dared to question him any further. Mark 12 Then Jesus began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine vat, and built a watchtower. Then he rented it out to some tenants and went away on a journey. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect his share of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized the servant, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent them another servant, and they struck him over the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and this one they killed. He sent many others, some they beat, and others they killed. Finally, having one beloved son, he sent him to them. They will respect my son, he said. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they seized the son, killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants, and will give the vineyard to others. Have you never read this scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. At this, the leaders sought to arrest Jesus, for they knew that he had spoken this parable against them. But fearing the crowd, they left him and went away. Later, they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to catch Jesus in his words. Teacher, they said, we know that you are honest and seek favor from no one. Indeed, you are impartial and teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or not? But Jesus saw through their hypocrisy and said, Why are you testing me? Bring me a denarius to inspect. So they brought it, and he asked them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? Caesar's, they answered. Then Jesus told them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, 
and to God what is God's. And they marveled at him. Then the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and questioned him. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man is to marry his brother's widow and raise up offspring for him. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married and died, leaving no children. Then the second one married the widow, but he also died and left no children. And the third did likewise. In this way, none of the seven left any children. And last of all, the woman died. In the resurrection, then, whose wife will she be? For all seven were married to her. Jesus said to them, Aren't you mistaken, because you do not know the Scriptures or the power of God? When the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. Instead, they will be like the angels in heaven. But concerning the dead rising, have you not read about the burning bush in the book of Moses? How God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are badly mistaken. Now one of the scribes had come up and heard their debate. Noticing how well Jesus had answered them, he asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus replied, This is the most important. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Right, teacher, the scribe replied. You have stated correctly that God is one, and there is no other but Him. And to love Him with all your heart and with all your understanding and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself, which is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that the man had answered wisely, he said, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to question him any further. While Jesus was teaching in the temple courts, he asked, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the Son of David? Speaking by the Holy Spirit, David himself declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how can he be David's son? And the large crowd listened to him with delight. In his teaching, Jesus also said, Watch out for the scribes. They like to walk around in long robes, to receive greetings in the marketplaces, and to have the chief seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They defraud widows of their houses, and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will receive greater condemnation. As Jesus was sitting opposite the treasury, he watched the crowd putting money into it, and many rich people put in large amounts. 
Then one poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which amounted to a small fraction of a denarius. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more than all the others into the treasury. For they all contributed out of their surplus, but she, out of her poverty, has put in all she had to live on. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.